You'll be seen as someone with a growth mindset who wants to improve, who's constantly improving. And that is good for you. And it's also what the company wants. I promise you, it's what the company wants. Yes, you are at risk of getting a bad review if you take the blame for someone's mistake on your team. But you won't get a bad reputation if you take the blame and look to create next steps for improvement. And people will want to follow you. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. Welcome to Management Material episode 54. Okay, we're getting back to becoming a leader people want to follow. In the last episode and the the episode before that, I was kind of talking to managers, not necessarily to people who want to become management material. And I apologize for that. It was applicable to everyone else too, everyone who's not yet a manager, but it was really focused on some of the managers that I I know and I coach. I do coach people into management careers and into promotions as well. I'm like a mid-level well, I'm not a mid-level. I'm a really good career coach, <laughs> if I can toot my own horn. But I coach people not necessarily on the executive level. Some I do actually coach CEOs now that I'm thinking about it. I love in this podcast to talk to people who are becoming and want to become a leader people want to follow. And that is how you become management material. That is really for everyone in the corporate sphere is becoming a leader people want to follow. If people want to follow you, your chances are good that you'll be the next manager when a position comes up or when you find a new managerial position. So today's topic is about real leadership that inspires people, but is super hard on the manager and super hard on the leader. It's a tough thing. It's about taking the blame and lending the credit. That means taking the fall when a project doesn't go well or your team doesn't make its numbers and talking your team up, giving the right person the credit when your team does super, super well instead of taking the credit yourself. Let me tell you a story. (laughs) This isn't a nice story, but it is a story. (laughs) There's something that happened. There was a manager I knew who had a team of really smart, ambitious, hardworking people. That is what her team was comprised of. It was, it was the team you wanted to have if you were a confident leader. She inherited that team because senior management believed in her. They believed in her leadership. Over time, she created two very different reputations. One as a solid leader and decision maker, and the other reputation as a backstabbing taker. She was really good at managing up, taking the credit for her team members' successes, and then blaming different individuals when something went wrong. That is exactly the opposite of what you should do. That last part there is the backstabbing part. We'll get back to what happened to her in a few minutes, okay? And I really hope you want to know because I wanted to know and I kept checking up on her year after year after year. Would you follow a leader if you thought 
they would badmouth you to their bosses. Would you follow that kind of leader? Even if you made a mistake, would you follow a leader who blamed you for it? I know I wouldn't. I'd want to follow a leader who patiently helps me learn from my mistakes and then takes the blame that they weren't following or training closely enough. That's real leadership. So if you're trying to lead a team toward a common goal, you have something that you're trying to accomplish on your team, you need to have integrity and the courage to blame yourself when something doesn't go right because you are the leader, because you should have seen it coming, because you own the project and all the stats as a leader. You have a larger risk of job loss than your team because you are responsible for the team's success. That's how it works, guys. That's how it should work, okay? Blaming individuals for their mistakes will get back to them. I don't care if you are doing this in a one-on-one meeting with your boss. If you're a leader and you are blaming individuals for their mistakes, you are giving them the blame, that is going to get back to them and it is not going to reflect well on you. Look, don't hear what I'm not saying. You have to speak candidly about your team to your boss. Talk about their strengths and their weaknesses, how you're growing their strengths and mending their weaknesses, how you're training them up, how you are positioning your team to be even better than it is now. You have to talk about all of that with your boss. You do. You do. But when it comes to not hitting numbers or a big project flopping or being behind time or over budget, that's your leadership problem. That is you. As a leader, you need to get the roadblocks out of the way for your people. That is your job, okay? You're responsible as a leader for seeing the bottlenecks and working through them. It is not an easy job. There will always be some bottleneck. It is the nature of business. Something is always the thing that causes it to go slower, okay? Your job as a leader is to find the bottlenecks and stop them from being a bottleneck so that you can move on to the second slowest thing, okay? So if you consider all of that to be your job, if you're a leader and that is your job, then you should take the blame when something goes wrong. You should be so into, not micromanaging, but so into how things work and what is going on in your team that you can find ways to fix it. On the other hand, when something goes really, really right, it's super easy and tempting. Oh, I have been there to take the credit. It is so easy to take the credit. Chances are your leadership probably had something to do with it. But there is almost always a way to credit what your team has done. Remember, encourage what you want to see more of. Team members crave public acknowledgement for amazing results or actions. They want other people to see them and go, wow, what an amazing, you know, whatever they're doing. They want that acknowledgement. They love it. It builds individuals and teams up. It shows that you respect them and you really care about them. It shows that you see all their hard work. I don't know anything more demoralizing than a team leader taking the credit for a whole team's success without giving the credit away to the team. That is a team that will not stay together. But a team lead, whether 
they report to that team lead or not, a team lead who gives the credit to their team is a team lead that will keep their team, a team lead that will have the best team in the company. See, when you see your team's hard work and you give them public credit and you give them credit for what they've done, it gives them a spotlight for others to admire them and congratulate them on their hard work. Literally everyone likes that, even if they're super shy or introverted, okay? Everyone. I will sometimes hear people tell me that they're not sure if this will be, if this will be good for them. They think that by giving away credit, they'll be seen as weak. Or maybe they are so uninvolved, they don't know who to give credit to. Let's set the record straight. It takes a really strong person to not take credit for something good and to give the credit away to a team member. And don't worry, that is not lost on senior leadership. Even if you give all the credit away, people will know that you're leading the team or in a leadership role. They will know that. Don't worry. They'll see that and they will respect you for it. That's good. It will reflect so well on you. Trust me. Trust me. Power and respect will come to you. It'll come to you if you give away your credit. If you give away the credit of, you know, of something good on your team, power and respect will come to you. You won't be seen as weak. You'll be seen as strong, as a strong, mature leader. Okay? I'm telling you this. I've seen it over and over and over and over again. I also talk to leaders and managers who tell me that someone else absolutely needs to take the blame or take the fall for some failure on the team. Okay? I have had this discussion over and over. Maybe someone did something absolutely awful. And they should have known better. That does happen, guys. Some people just make terrible mistakes. I've seen it. That does happen. Always speak candidly with your boss about what happened. Give them the facts. Blame your leadership. Do you see that? You give them the facts of what happened and blame your leadership. And then, and this is key, (laughs) ask your boss how they would have prevented it. Talk through the next steps. Say, I'd like our team to recover from this. Let's create some next steps together. I think we should do X, Y, and Z. Do you see something I don't see? Okay. Leaders look forward and aim to constantly improve. You can do that too. You should do that. And if you do that when something awful happens or when someone makes a really horrible mistake on your team, you'll be seen as strong, someone who takes it on the chin, right? You'll be seen as someone with a growth mindset who wants to improve, who's constantly improving. And that is good for you. And it's also what the company wants. I promise you, it's what the company wants. Yes, you are at risk of getting a bad review if you take the blame for someone's mistake on your team. But you won't get a bad reputation if you take the blame and look to create next steps for improvement. And people will want to follow you. Let me tell you, because I don't want you just to take my word for it, okay, about this one. I'm going to tell you what I did. I had a team, and at one point, we didn't make our numbers. All right. It was difficult. I was kind of new, but it had been a year. So this in this industry, numbers usually trailed for about two years. We didn't make our numbers. Now, I could have blamed a few other people for that. 
but I decided that yes, you know, this this is what happened. This is my interpretation of the results. These are the facts, and I blame my leadership. I blame I didn't look at, you know, whatever it was, X, Y, and Z. I think we should do A, B, and C. Boss, do you see anything else? Do you see any other way forward for us to recover from this? And I got a not a great review that year. Okay. I got like a, an average, like a three out of five. But you know what I did get? I got respected. I got respect from my team. I received respect from the entire marketing organization and sales organization because I wasn't blaming them. I had a great reputation. And people then started to want to work with me because they knew that I was going to take it on the chin and I wasn't going to blame them. I was going to do everything I could to succeed and to make our numbers the next year. And I wasn't going to blame anyone else. People then trusted me. They wanted to follow me. They wanted to sell our stuff because I wasn't throwing anyone under the bus. Okay? Do you want to know what happened to the boss I talked about? That person who did the opposite of this. She gave away the blame and took the credit. Well, she got promoted. She got promoted and was given a bigger team. And you have to remember, she had a really great reputation, a stellar reputation with the people above her. Of course, they would promote her. Of course, they didn't see anything else. They thought her team super respected her. But after she was promoted, a few smart, ambitious, passionate, hardworking people left the company. They were disappointed in senior leadership for not seeing her selfishness. And they lost complete faith in the company. They lost faith in senior leadership. That company lost badly. It lost the majority of her powerhouse team because they could not believe that senior leadership would do that. Eventually, she was moved on to manage a smaller team that wasn't as important or key to the company's growth. Okay. She was given a different position. It had less influence on the direction, the strategy of the organization, but that didn't come right away. Senior leadership had to figure it out because people weren't telling them. Or maybe HR wasn't relaying the exit interviews. I don't know. Maybe they weren't having them. You have to understand senior leaders are just people. They can be blind too, and they've been known to promote people who don't deserve it. I'm sure you know a few. I know a few. You don't want to be one of those. You don't want to be one of those people that people look at and say, hey, I don't know how they got promoted. Those stupid people in senior leadership clearly don't know how to do a 360 review. Okay. It is so much easier and a lot more fun in the long run. If you are a leader, people want to follow. So here's the bottom line. If you take the blame and give away the credit, you will build a team of loyal people who would follow you to the ends of the earth. If you're secure enough and confident enough in yourself to also hire people who are smarter than you, which I highly recommend, then you'll have the best team in the company, maybe in your whole industry, that will bring you up the ladder right to your dream job. They will get you there because you've surrounded yourself with smart, ambitious, powerful, intelligent, hardworking people. 
and you'll all go up together, and it'll be super fun all the way up. So go. Take the blame when something awful happens and give the credit away when something amazing happens on your team. Like you hit your numbers out of the park. Give that credit away. Don't worry. People will give it back to you or some of it anyway. They'll lift you up. You'll create this team that can go far together. And then you'll find that people call you management material. I'll see you in the next episode. If you need help with this, if you would like some coaching, I do have some spots that are open. Go ahead down. There's a link somewhere around here, probably in the description of the podcast, right to my calendar. Click on that link, schedule your first coaching session. The first session is always free. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.